welcome to the Sunday Supper, um, and this is our weekly lesson and meditation series where you as the guests get to sit at my table and get fed some soul food that will nourish your body, mind, and your spirit. This week we are with Thomas Dunleavy, who's a personal development coach and clinical social worker right here in Los Angeles. We're going to learn how he managed to go from corporate life into a more heart-centered career with nothing more than blind faith and with the certainty that the light of the divine was with him right each step of the way, leading him towards his greatest good. Now, we know, and I know, both of us, that change can be a scary thing and it brings along with it many uncomfortable feelings and circumstances, okay? Because we are both products of change and I'm sure something is going on in your life right now that caused you to possibly want to watch this. So I hope you were able to take away some uh, awesome nuggets of spiritual information. So let's go right to what change is. Change is a feeling Change is a feeling and a process. The first sign of change is knowing that one is needed. This may be accompanied by feelings of anxiety, sadness, feeling stuck, fed up, dis- disconnection, grief, feeling like you've wasted time, feeling like you have unused talents, maybe feeling of laziness, and most of all, fear. Change may emerge out of the need for spiritual fulfillment in a career and relationships, the connection between the divine and your soul's purpose, or trying to find what your soul purpose is, and the need to contribute to the greater good of the world, right? A lot of people, especially that I see one-on-one, really would love to move into a place where they're helping people. Um, So here's the thing about change. It does not come with a book of directions. Sorry, but it just doesn't. A lot of times the what, the when, and the how is often missing. We have to fulfill, fill in those gaps, right? And that is the 000.1% of what, of the plan, right? So the divine does the rest, and when we connect to the divine in a, in a, within a place of certainty, we receive, right? When we become 100% certain, we actually will then we'll start to receive the answers to the unknown questions, okay? So what does that mean, the, the 0.1 versus the 100%? Well, this is what it basically means. It means that when we are in a place of change and we are slowly realizing that change has to happen, whether it's we start to feel anxious or worried or our job isn't fulfilling anymore or our relationship becomes sour, whatever it may be, we just start to feel it, right? So change really is a feeling before the process comes. And a lot of times when we have these feelings, we don't know what to do with them. You know, I always hear, and I know you see clients one-on-one as well, and they say, oh, I'm stuck. I don't know where to go from here. I feel like my life is at a standstill. You know, this is actually a positive thing. Absolutely. Which, Absolutely. yeah, which a lot of your viewers might be saying, hell no. Right. It doesn't feel it. It might not feel it yeah. if you're not aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But once, oftentimes when you get through that change and you're able to look back on things with a little bit of hindsight, you're able to say, wait a minute, yeah, I, I, now I understand what James is talking about, right? Like mm-hmm. wh- how this was a good thing. Exactly. And let's talk about how the change begins with feeling. Yes. And then after the feeling starts the process of change, there's like kind of two steps to it. Um, it's the process that trips us up, I feel, um, because we don't really, some people don't even know what they want to do, where they want to go or how they plan on doing it. And that really could lead to a lot of stress. Personally, for me, that would. Um the process is, and the process where I feel includes, A, soul searching and understanding 
something within yourself, right? Maybe uncovering um, some deeper truths about yourself that you haven't explored before. Um, that's the first step. Maybe is saying, well, what do I want to do, mm-hmm. right? What do I want? What is my heart truly saying to me? Um, and this is part of the zero, you know, the zero, 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 one percent. Um, it's part of our pact with the divine creator is to do that because you know what? An angel of the Lord isn't going to appear in your bedroom at night and whisper you, whisper to you the divine secrets of the world. It just is not going to happen. I wish it could. Right. Agreed. <laughs> Though I do think that, that our higher sense of knowing and our intuition is always speaking to us. Yes. It's whether or not we are creating enough space to allow ourselves to receive the message. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's like oftentimes we'll say, oh, I want to change. Or I want a new job. I want a new career. I want to find a partner. I want all this. I want, I want, I want, I want. And yet mm-hmm. what we're not doing is slowing down and seeing what it is that we already have. That's opening up the door for all those things that we want in the future to come into be, mm-hmm. right? So, so that that so so you know maybe not like in a, in a biblical uh, story where like an angel comes down and you know it's you know maybe that doesn't happen. But I do think that we're always being given messages, and and that's where becoming still comes into play, mm-hmm. right? Slowing down, listening taking stock of what is happening right now, because what is happening right now is laying the foundation for where it is that you want to be. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're talking about now is trust, right? Mm-hmm. We need to trust that this is happening. We need to trust that there's something that's bigger and greater than what our conscious mind can conceive is at play here. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, that's, that's the first step trust. Mm-hmm. And in that trust, even you see just what happened in my body language, I did that, right? Before I was like, well, what is this? And what is that? What is this? You see all the tension? Mm-hmm. Well, that happens to us every day in life, yeah. right? It's these physical symptoms, we get all tense, mm-hmm. right? And then in our mind, our thoughts start racing and we have all these ruminations. Well, what about this? What about that? What about that? Right? And then our feelings are, 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 are overwhelming. But when we come into that place of trusting, mm-hmm. acceptance, Everything just relaxes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether we call it trust or we call it certainty, mm-hmm. right? Having certain, being certain in the unknown and that the light of the creator is with us at all times and that we're ready to receive the greatest good, even if we don't know what that is in the moment, um, is part of the process. And within that, within finding certainty, there's also like 10 steps. So it seems like within right. the process of change, each bullet point would have like 10 steps to do. And, and again, right. and aren't we talking again about acceptance? Okay, mm-hmm. this is going to be complex. There's going to there are going to be a lot of changes, a lot of steps that need to happen. Mm-hmm. I accept it, right? Yeah. That, but 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 getting to that place of acceptance, I never want to oversimplify. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of work. That takes a lot of focus. That takes a lot of discomfort at times, and you know, yicky feelings that we don't often want to embrace. But we have to embrace it in order to get to the next place of where it is we want to be. Because if not, then we'll we'll always be stuck. We'll always be stagnant. We'll always be right here. Right? So that's why the the very first thing, uh, the first step is acceptance. You know, it could also be known as surrender. Right? Letting go. Which is different from resignation. You're not resigning to anything. Oh, well, this is where I'll always be. We're not talking about that. 
We're talking about an acceptance, a radical acceptance of that this is where I am right now. This is what's happening. And in my faith and my trust, I know that this is happening for my highest good. It's like my absolute favorite affirmation from Louise Hay. All is well. Everything is working out for my highest good. Out of this moment, only good will come. I am safe and all is well. And that's certainty. That's certainty, yes. That's having certainty. And certainty isn't, I'm certain that I'm going to land a job where I'm going to make $200,000. I mean, you can think those positive thoughts because I feel like those positive thoughts can help manifest it. Yes. But without that deep certainty and connection to that $200,000 job being from the light, then will it happen? Because I feel like, you know, just going to our spiritual lesson really, really quickly, um, I am certain that what I want is that of the light, and I am certain that this is my greatest good. In times of darkness, there is great light, okay? So when we connect to our true passion, right, maybe that's the passion or our soul purpose, or what we believe our soul purpose is, is, we are connecting to what God is already planning to give us. Yes. And then within that space, we make a great effort, we find certainty of the light and its process, We let go, like you said, and release all outcomes and expectations, and we allow the divine creator to do the rest. And I guess my change is, Thomas, so we allow the divine creator to do the rest. We let go. But what if what we think is meant for us is not meant for us, and it isn't what God wants us to receive does that mean we are disconnected to our soul purpose or does that mean that there's more soul searching that has to happen in in those moments but this is but that's something that i don't understand Mm -hmm. i i don't you know i get it i get it and and the reason why i get it is because i was there i was like oh this isn't what god wants for me god wants me to be doing x y and z and a b and c and yet when we slow down and say wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute in this place of confusion in this place of of uncertainty, this is what God wants for me. How do I know? Because it is happening. Mm-hmm. It's happening, right? So, it, so if we if we connect to that understanding mm-hmm. that God is God, God is eternal. God is always, and God is only good. God is only creation, right? Mm-hmm. And if we we want to call it God, or or our ability to manifest, or uh, you know our life's purpose, or mm-hmm. whatever it is, when we when we connect to that, that whatever we want to call it that it's always good. Mm-hmm. Well then in that, those transitional times, that is part of our good. Mm-hmm. That so, is God. That's part of our good. Yes. 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 So that's where we slow. That's where we slow down again. We, we always like that. We humans like to, you know, Oh, what about this? What about this? I need to be doing 15 million different things at once. But when we find the most relief in our life, it's when we just do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. When we slow down, we allow ourselves to relax because we're never going to be able to, to, to get to that place of creation, which is needed, if we're overstimulated, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, uh, uh, neurologically, when we're that that part of our brain shuts down when we're over when we're when we're over emotional when we're dysregulated when we're worried and we're, we're thinking about well, what about this and what about that what about that mm-hmm. we're not in a place where we can do any type of constructive creation. We can create more worry. We can create more stress. We can create more anxiety. Absolutely. You know, what did we say earlier? Actually, they say um, if worry is 
a ditch, right? What were we saying about the ditch before? Oh, right. We're talking about how, like, about, you know, the, the, the bigger the ditch is, you know, the, the bigger, the, the deeper you build the ditch, the more stuff you can put in it, right? Yes, that's it. And stuff is kind of a nicer... Nicer term. Nicer way of, of what we were calling it, but it's true, though. Yeah. You know, you, you build, you, you're, if you're digging a ditch, right, you can think of it like, okay, well, what do you dig a ditch for? Oftentimes we build, a, we dig a ditch to bury things, right? Like a dead body. Okay. Well, is that what you, is that what you what you want to be building a ditch so you can fill it with more dead bodies and suffering and, and yeah. anxiety? Because the big, the deeper you big, uh, dig the ditch, the more suffering you're going to be able to put into it. And so within the process of change, we can maybe see the ditch as, you know, fear, being lazy, no motivation to change and creating a bigger space for negativity to, or a bigger space where you align with your negative self and that can elongate the process of change. Or for some people, it, they might not even leave the, the, the port, you know, they're, 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 they're the sailboat that's resting in the port, not knowing where to go and what to do. Mm-hmm. And they're just creating all this suffering for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just look at the process, spiritual process. The root cause of all fear is the lack of certainty in the light. The process of remembering the light is in effect. Yes. So if that can, if, if our viewers don't kind of get that is, you know, the process of remembering the light is in effect. Well, that is a process. That is something that we must go through. This gray area is very divine. We're not meant to know, even though we think we're meant to know everything. And we should have all the answers. But who said it? Who said you should have all the answers? Who made that up? Right. So the process of remembering is the process of reconnecting to the light. And as you reconnect to the light, you're reconnecting to your soul purpose. And then the divine creator is ready to hand it over to you. But you have to do the work, people. Yes. That's what we have to put. You have to put an effort towards it because it's like a race course that hasn't left the gate. You know, you're not going to feel good if that's the way you're playing the game. Because as we said, you're not going to get, you know, a card from God telling you exactly what to do. But as we said before, as you connect with the light of the creator within certainty, then absolutely. Uh, I feel the whispers of your heart become more clear. I feel like opportunities will open up for you because you get out of your head. And I call these breadcrumbs. I feel like you, you know, the divine drops little breadcrumbs and then you're, then a path is laid out. Right. But, you know, just because we pick up one doesn't mean the other one is, is going to come, like, in a second. Right. And I think impatience plays a big part in change. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and this is what we're talking about when, when we're going through difficult times, which in life happens. You know, the, the thing, you know, life is not always fair. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know, horrible things happen. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, in those moments, that's where we rely on our faith, right? That's where we, that, that's where, when we say, okay, we have to train ourselves when we're not in crisis, we need to train ourselves in order to say, okay, now is the time that I can access this light. I know that God is everywhere, that light is everywhere, that, that, that good can come out of this, mm-hmm. right? So, so it, it, it takes it takes on a new meaning when, when you really grasp that, right? So, so I, I would suggest 
the first thing anybody does is work on that ability to be able to see the light in everything. I do, and I, I make this reference with my, with my clients all the time. It's like standing online at Starbucks, and I use Starbucks because that's a big trigger for me. And that, you know, yes. that used to be like you walk up, you yes. need a cup of coffee, you know, you're usually, you know, got a full day scheduled, you just need your cup of coffee, and then there's a huge line, right? And then even huge is subjective, you know, depending on what mood you're in, huge could be three people in line or 10 or one, you know, mm-hmm. but so, so start with those moments, right? Things that maybe aren't as charged with like your career or your finances or relationships, start small, start with that. And, it, and, and, and you start with noticing, okay, I notice I'm experiencing frustration right now. I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing impatience right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where's the light? Where is this good? How is this connected to my highest good? Now, I don't want to oversimplify this. Until you really practice it, you're going to have that knee-jerk reaction where you're like, there's nothing good that can come from this. This stinks. You know, and there are things in life that really stink. <laughs> they do. They just, you know, and, and this is what it's about. Like, it's not so much about living a positive life. You know what I mean? I say this all the time too with clients. It's not about like rainbow or rainbows and unicorns riding up the unicorns. No. It's about finding a life where, where, where we're living in a balanced, accurate, supportive way, right? And, and that's the big difference too, right? Is that there is light in everything, but sometimes there are things that happen in our life which just are incredibly difficult and really do stink and really do hurt. And that pain is real. Mm-hmm. And, and we need to make sure that we acknowledge that because we don't want to invalidate our feelings. We don't want to invalidate our, the, the experience that we're going through. So if things are hard, acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, acknowledge that there is light to be found, that yes. there is something that can be good. There's something good that can come from this. Mm-hmm. And even if you can't see it right now, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Simply acknowledge that I know that something good can come from this. I, I can't see yeah. it now, but I, and I know that something good will come from this. And this is what Louise Hay meant when she said, all is well. Everything is working out for my highest good. Out of this moment, only good will come. I am safe and all is well, mm-hmm. right? It, it takes you out of this, like, the smallness of this immediate situation that you're in, and it puts it in a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And in that bigger picture is where we find that peace and that yes. release. And, you know, I, I believe that, you know, Louise Hay and feeding yourself the positive affirmations is important. And I feel yes. it's almost like spiritual Xanax. It gets us to a place where we can kind of sit back and do the work. And I feel like, Part of the process of change and part of the work is to understand that all of these triggers, right, every person, situation or place that triggers you into a place of fear or lack or, um, you know, being reactive is the light that in all actuality, that is the light working. And in that moment is your opportunity to either connect with the light or disconnect with the light by bringing in fear and allowing the ego, that voice, to come in and say, oh, you're never going to make it. Oh, your life's so horrible. You know, you're a victim. Just go home. Don't try. And if you fall into the web of the ego, that process of change is really prolonged. Mm-hmm. Or it can be very prolonged. So let's talk about or look at that spiritual process right now. So again, spiritual process, the root cause of all fear is lack of certainty in the light. 
the process of, re- of remembering the light is in effect, right? So we already went through that. So let's look at the spiritual tool to use here. So the whole name of the game is strengthening the certainty and knowing in your life, right? So when a challenge arises, apply certainty and remember it is of the light and that the light is always good. Yes. So the number two part of the process or spiritual tool to use or to understand is we need to take risks. We have to travel into the, into the unknown and we have to listen to our inner voice daily because this is where the light is. The light isn't sometimes easily found. The light expects us to go outside of our comfort zone and to take these risks in order to find what we are meant to do or be. And then the third is knowing the certainty of results live in the present moment only. Mm-hmm. And we have to eliminate the negative effects of our negative belief systems, of the ego, right? And of time and space of the process. And time and space of the process to me is this, when is this going to happen? It's never happening. I did A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. All, I did the alphabet and I'm still waiting on this change or I'm still waiting to find it. It's not working. Um, and that definitely could cause major issues, especially nowadays when everyone wants everything like today. Unfortunately, finding your life purpose isn't an app, <laughs> but actually there probably is. Probably is. But it's not, not there days. yet, right? We're not robots. Um, so speaking of finding your life purpose and using your deep faith in the divine and, and the, the clarity of certainty, I want to talk about your personal journey. Okay. Um, Thomas had a very personal journey um, within the last couple of years where you really went from this corporate kind of lifestyle where you were very successful in that, in that arena. And then all of a sudden to the, the, the feeling of change sweeping in and kind of causing major discord in your life, in your personal life and in your career. And all of this led to the process of change, which led you to find a more heartfelt career, um, which we could say is your, your calling and your life purpose. So you found it. You connected to the divine. You, you connected to the certainty of the divine, and you were able to receive it. Yes. Um, so can you just talk to our viewers about that? Because um, I know so many people, you know, it's easier said than done, and it's nice to have an example of someone who who did take that journey and, and found success. Yeah. So, so go for it. Oh man. Well, you know, I, I would love to say that it could so easily be contained to, you know, the, the past couple of years, but I, I really feel like it's been something that, that I've been led to for my entire life. Um, I, I've always connected with, with uh, service Right, being able to serve others, being able to help others, being able to support others. Um, I originally started off my career as a professional actor, and and even in that way, when I knew, when I intuitively I knew that okay, I I I accomplished what it is that I was meant to accomplish in this career. Where it is that where do I want to go next? I knew that the next place where I wanted to go was was into casting, right, or into something else where I'm helping to connect others to live their dreams, to fulfill their dreams, right? And so so I, I don't think I was as aware of it then as I am now, but that's the beautiful thing about, you know, being able to look back and, and uh, 
you know, uh, reflect on your life. But yeah, so, so when I, when I left the theater, I decided that I wanted to, uh, to support others to, to, uh, live their, to find their dreams in, in the career in entertainment. And, uh, that led me to working at a high fashion modeling agency, uh, which, uh, originally I was very resistant to. I said, you know, I don't want to work with models. I want to work with actors. It's what I know. Right. You know what I mean? So like, again, that limited, like you could see, like even back then, like mm-hmm. I was limited the opportunities that were available to me by saying I only instead of just walking through the doors that were opening for me I was limiting myself and I was saying oh but I don't want to do this but as as, as this was what was meant to be and it was on my life's mm-hmm. purpose and my divine path I said okay well let me you know I need a job let me let me walk through this and um and so I started working at the agency and I worked my way up from a, a part-time uh, assistant all the way up to the senior director of the fashion department, wow. um, which was incredible. And, and there was a huge emotional investment in it for me, you know, because I, I really helped to play a role in, in developing this agency from, you know, uh, to, to, uh, from, a, you know, a small few employees, um, uh, agency into a bi-coastal, you know, huge, uh, entity. And, and so there was a big emotional investment in it for me. And, and, and yet even at the same time, not when all that was happening, I still knew that I wasn't being fulfilled at a soul level. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, and, and this, it's not like this was something that was, Recent, it was. I pretty much knew, um, maybe a couple years in, that you know this is good, but it's not exactly where I meant to be, right? So it's safe to say then that part of the process, I mean, it could really bring you to a completely different career. First, you could be put into a completely different place. Yes, and let and me give you, you feel a- like you're going off track but in reality it's the step before that's exactly right, right. that's exactly right it's it's as if the divine was grooming me for where i am today mm-hmm. let me give an example so i was working in the fashion industry right which you know people don't often think the fashion industry and personal development and you know spiritual emotional mental wellness right there's not they don't always go hand in hand and yet I was able to layer a lot of that in to my career, right? Mm -hmm. So um, one thing that I would do is that I would uh, go on these model searches, you know, um, all around the nation, we'd go on these model searches and there'd be like a thousand or more um, contestants who would, who would be competing for model contracts and everything. And I was invited to speak Mm -hmm. and to deliver a, a, a talk, a one hour talk about the modeling industry and what to do. Now I, I could have just said, okay, this is how you walk. This is a comp car. This is portfolio. This is how you pose. I could have done all that. But because it was in alignment with my spiritual purpose Mm -hmm. and what it is that I was meant to be doing, I knew that there was a bigger message that I wanted to share. Right. Mm -hmm. And so really what what it is that my talk was about was uh, I called it win this weekend. And it was about how to create internal, uh, how to create um, external results through the internal alignment. So when I gave the speech, it wasn't about how to walk, how to pose, what to do, how to find your light. It was about how to use your words and thoughts and your your assessment of of what it is your gifts are Mm -hmm. and how to bring those to light, how to show your best self when you're on the runway, when you're giving these interviews, right? How to access that place of, of knowing and your faith and your confidence. Uh, and, and that was what it is that I spoke to. And 
when I was up on that stage and then afterwards when I would speak with the contestants and they would come up to me and share things with me uh, about, about what the talk meant to them and how it really helped to put them in the right, in the right, uh, on the right path. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was, there was that place, that mm-hmm. knowing, mm-hmm. you know, and I think a lot of us feel this like, oh yeah, this is it, mm-hmm. right? This is it. There's that little voice that's deep and powerful. It's little at first, but it's deep and powerful. So, oh yeah, this is it. And how did I know that it was it? I came to life. I mean, look at just even how I, as I talk about it, right? Yeah, like I feel yeah, like I'm like radiating with this energy because that's divine alignment, right? So like I knew that, that this is what I meant to be doing. Now, I didn't know that it was going to mean, you know, in 10 years, I'm going to, you know, move to Los Angeles, yeah. have a, you know, private practice uh, and, and then be, you know, a clinical social worker as well. You know, I, I didn't know all of that, but the divine did. My inner sense of knowing did. My inner navigational system did. So I followed so, that. So if we just quickly look at the the spiritual rule here, mm-hmm. it's like, right, I know I am of the light and I know, I know the light is good. Yes. And it sounds like you recognize that. And it, it is said that when we do recognize that, our, we open our channels, we become the vessel and the light starts to really channel through us very rapidly and we are quickly moved, you know, we are quickly moved and pushed, sometimes hard, sometimes not, to where the next step would be in the process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in your process, it sounds to me like it happened, you know, years and years ago, you know, that, that this process isn't a day, it isn't a week, oh, no. it isn't a month, and that we are constantly in the process. And so within this process, um, did you have to deal with, Patience. Oh, did you have to deal with like moments where you did feel lost and confused? And how did you overcome those moments? Sure, I did. I'm human, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. yeah. Again, this is where I'm talking. What I'm talking about about being realistic. You know, it, it, it's it's like that old uh, the, the old saying how about um, you know a star isn't born overnight. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you look at the you know, celebrities and people who are on TV and say, oh, they're an overnight sensation. Overnight mm-hmm. sensation. These people have been going on auditions since they were six years old and Mickey yeah. Mouse Club and, you know, contracts mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It, it, it was something as, as part of their, their whole development. Right. Mm-hmm. So so for me, yeah, like, uh, that, that, that there were times when, when I knew that that this isn't where I meant to be, that I, I would feel. Um, I would feel stagnant and, and I wanted to go, 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 do, 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 do more, more, more. Um, and that wasn't working for me. How did I know that it wasn't working for me? Because I had mm-hmm. depression and anxiety and tension and frustration. And I, I could not find the contentment with where it is I was. I, I couldn't see that this is all part of a, a bigger plan. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so we, so we look at that when, when, just like how when I was talking about how when I, I was up on the stage, I was full of life and loving it. And, and that's, that's the divine. That's the light flowing through me, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the indication of when I was feeling sad and depressed and like I was going up against a wall. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the light saying, okay, you're blocking me out. Do what you need to do in order to pull back the drapes so more light can come into your life. So if we look at the spiritual tool, again, I'm going to put that back up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um which is strengthen the certainty and knowing in your life. So let's just look, let's take, let's take you for instance, okay. let's work through it. So the first one, when it, when a challenge arises, apply certainty and remember it, that it is the light and that the light is always good. What was one of the biggest 
challenges maybe that you faced within this whole process. And I know there's, you know, we, we were going to continue it. You know, the process led you outside of the corporate life. And I want to get to that. Mm-hmm. So real quick, what was, what do you think was the biggest challenge? How did you overcome it? And then talk about how the transition out of the corporate life happened. Oh, the, you know, the, the biggest challenge for me well, the biggest challenge now that I look back on it was 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 in those moments when I didn't have faith, right? Mm-hmm. When when I wasn't when I lost when I lost track of the light, right? When I, when I got too involved in the in the the small the smallness, like I was talking about before, those those little details. Yeah. Um, well, he said this and she said that, and and this and this is what's happening in my job, and why didn't that happen? It, it was more about uh, that. That was the biggest problem. And what I did was when I when I accepted it that okay, this truly has to change. And I accepted that now is the time that it's ready for me to make that change. That's when I was able to move into the, the change component. Because the thing is, is that we can accept things. We can accept that uh, that this that this needs that this needs to shift. That things aren't right. Yeah. But we all, but, but then we're not either ready or willing to do the work that's needed in order to change. So it's always walking that didactic of acceptance and change. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you. But yeah, you know, it's, so you said walking the dynamic of acceptance and change. Yes. So one of the the change part for me when I was moving out of the corporate world Mm -hmm. was, was accepting that there are going to be some really big risks that I need to take. Okay. So let me just stop you right there. Um, and as we go back to this, take risks, take, take risks. Yes. So that's just, you led us to our second, right? So you took risks, travel into the unknown and listen to your inner voice daily as a navigational tool. That's right. So you experienced exactly what this says and what these tools are Mm -hmm. in that risks have to be taken. Yes, and we need to feel safe before we can take risks. Yes, I agree. so we need to we need to understand this, right? So if we're saying so, oh, I know I need to do A, B, and C, but I'm just not ready to do it. Take a moment, allow yourself to become still, and ask yourself, okay, in what ways am I not feeling safe to do this? And what is it that I need in order to feel safer so I can take the next step? You know, for me, it was um, you know coming up with a plan. Right. No, I, I didn't really know that I wanted to. Well, I knew that I, I always knew that I wanted to go back to grad school. That was always something that was kind of one of my big bucket list things. Right. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what for. I didn't know when the time was right. Um, things were happening in my life that kind of that that were saying, oh, no, not now, Tom. Wait, you know, I would get promotions at work. Um, or, or something really fabulous would happen at work. And I'd say, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, this is great. And, and it would help. And it would kind of bring more of the light in. And those were phenomenal experiences. And yet it would always still go back to that place that this is not where you're meant to be. Mm. So, so for me, it was knowing that I, that it was very simply, I knew that I know I don't want to work in this career anymore. Okay. So what is it that I need to do? So for me, I, I need, I had that like very, um, 
you know, the spiritual experience. And then there was the practical experience because we live in, in we're of this world, right? We're spiritual creatures in the having, you know, a very human experience. Yes. So for me, I needed to have money saved, right? I needed to have a plan. I needed to start to figure out, well, if I were to go back to school, if I were to, to, to take, uh, make this huge life change, what is it that I would want to do? So I, I then allowed myself to access my, the creative and say, okay, well, where is it where my heart comes alive? Right. Well, okay. Let me look at, let me look at where I'm, where I am singing in my life right now. For me, it was when I was working with people, when I was, when I was doing one-on-one work with the models, I loved that. When I was building relationships with clients, I loved that. Um, it was also in, uh, the, the early stages of my, my private uh, coaching practice, no matter how hard my day was, uh, my nine to five job, when I would come home at night and I would lead my classes uh, for, for my coaching practice, when I would work with clients one-on-one, when I would do couples coaching, no matter what happened during the day, at the end of those sessions, I always came to life. I always felt rejuvenated and, and inspired. That's how I knew, okay, follow that direction, follow that light. Okay, if I want to take this to the next step, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. So being able to and to have fun with it, mm-hmm. to have fun with that 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 those initial that initial creative stage, mm-hmm. that's so much fun. Yeah, and so somewhere in between all of this, mm-hmm. right, you became a certified life coach. So just to right, so yes. somewhere when you were in corporate, you were still doing that. And I knew that, that I wanted to bring in, you know, more of that service. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I went, I went to a school and I went through uh, my coaching program and then I became a certified professional coach. And then that's when I opened up my uh, coaching practice, Declare Coaching. Okay. And then I started to work with uh, individuals and couples mm-hmm. um, and um, on coaching on their, mm-hmm. their professional goals. It was really about uh, helping them to allow more peace into their lives by reconnecting with their life purpose. Yeah, and so, sorry, but your the process, you know, it sounds to me like it's slowly, just everything started to meld together kind of holistically mm-hmm. until you were kind of spit out somewhere, right? It just seemed like it was all happening at once in a way. Yeah, and, and, and look, the, the truth is, is that life is always sending us messages. And I think one of the biggest lessons is you either change or I'm going to change it for you. Yeah. You know, I think that like the divine helps us and guides us along until what's most helpful is a boom. Uh, Whoa. And that's one of those, this really stinks moment, right? Where we as humans say this really stinks, but it's not, but the divine doesn't say it. This really stinks. The divine is saying, okay, this is what you need in order to go to the next place. Yes. So from that place, okay, just to move this along a little bit, because you do want to get to the meditation. Oh, yeah. Um, you went back to school. I did. So all of that led you to say, okay, I need education. Yes. Which that, that alone would stop people. Um, because the thought of going back to grad school for a lot of people is At 38 years horrific. old. I could never in this moment imagine having to do that. Um, so doing that is risky. A, it's risky in... People thought I was crazy. People yeah. thought I was crazy to leave that corporate job, the security of it, the the money, you know, the stability, the everything that was there. People, people thought I was crazy, you know, and they didn't understand it. And yet those who were closest to me knew that, like, you know, like my family, they, they were incredibly supportive. And because they loved me, they were concerned and said, okay, Tommy, like, we trust you. That we trust you that it's going to work out. 
you know, and at the same time they were concerned because on paper it did it didn't make any sense why I would do it. But I wasn't acting off of what was on paper. I was acting off of what God wanted for me mm-hmm. and, and what my purpose in life was. So you were just picking up those breadcrumbs. That's right. Following, you know, opening the, like Louise Hay says, opening the letters, checking the email. Just answering the phones, answering the walking phones. through the doors that are yes. opening for you. And then, so this led you then to come here to California, obviously, yes. with me. Yes. Um, so then that was a major life change that we both were involved in. You know, just to be moving across country. Yeah. It's like moving to a different planet, Los Angeles, really. Mm-hmm. Um, for some people, that's a huge change in itself, just yeah. leaving the East Coast where you were born and raised and yes. lived your whole life and really going to this, uh, you know, uncharted territory. Um for school. So it was like you came here, new environment, new state, didn't know anyone. school, didn't know anyone. You had that going for you. And so that was two years of schooling. Yes. You know, um, and, you know, out of that, just to move it along, you kind of fell right into where you're meant to be right in this moment. Yes. Right. It just kind of every there was synchronistic events that happened in school that just led you to your job at the county, right? As a clinical social worker. That's right. And it happened pretty quickly, yeah? Oh, yeah. And, and again, even the way that I found, even the way that I found my position now was divinely guided. You know, um, I, I do do a lot of volunteer work and there was a, a community safety conference that, that I signed up for. And, uh, you know, the, the morning of, I said to myself, uh, you know, the, the, the chatter started, the nonsense, right? That said, oh, God, you know, it's getting close to the end of the semester. I'm exhausted. I'm burned out. Why did I do this? You know, why did I sign up to, to volunteer for this? You know, so I had my own resistance going in. But I said, look, I, I committed to it. I'm a man of my word. Let me see this through. And then that is when I met um, this uh, um, another social worker at the event mm-hmm. who worked for uh, the Department of Mental Health. And she's and and then we started talking and connecting. And long story short, she was able to pass my resume on to my now my now boss, mm-hmm. and I was able to find my position before I graduated. I was hired before I even graduated from school. Bef- uh, because I went to the seminar. So if I didn't follow that divine guidance and, and you know, that said, go to this conference, I never would have met her and I never would have been hired before I, I even graduated. And, and the clinic that I work at is phenomenal. It, it literally checks off every single box, everything that I ever could have wanted and more this clinic has given me. Because I followed my divine guidance and I went on this conference. So this is what this is where that trust comes in, that faith comes in. Mm-hmm. That's saying, okay, I might not be able to see it right now, but I know out of this moment only good will come. And then from now you can look back. Yes. I mean, did you ever think that like at the modeling agency that no. you'd be in clinical social work in like California and Los oh, Angeles? I mean, no. Sort of like, trust me, I know this man, so I know that that it's sometimes still hard to like wrap my head around it because sometimes I still see you as the other, you know, the old person, although it's the same, it's just like Thomas 2.0 now. You yeah. Know, you just upgraded to what you want to be doing. And I don't believe it's what you want to be doing. I believe you also connected with what the divine wants for me. Exactly. And that's why things just opened up and just seemed to fall into your lap. But in, trust me, they did not. And let me just quickly say that when you were in school, you know, like you had moments. There, there were of course I'm human. some moments of insanity <laughs> yes. that this poor guy went through. But that is 
really important to note because when we get what we want and what the divine wants to give us, it doesn't come with like, and you'll feel good about it. You know, our feelings are our feelings. We are in control of how we feel and what we think. That is not God. That is us. They give, God gives, and however we feel about it is however we feel about it. That's why we need to do the inner work and the personal development so that we know that we are worthy to receive the light. And we get rid of, you know, or work on, rather, our, you know, negative core belief systems and whatever else we have going on. If it's depression or anxiety or the plethora of other things that can stop us from taking steps towards our truth. And, and remembering that the light is always there. Yes. You know, in, in those times yes. when I was overwhelmed, the, the light was always there. Yes. You know, the, the God always knew that this is where I would meant to be. Yes. Right. E, 20 years ago when mm-hmm. I was working through everything, God knew that this is where I was going to be and gave me all of those experiences. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so that's one, you know, one thing that I would want to share with everybody is that if you're not where it is you want to be, make the most of what it is you have, right? Again, like I was talking about, like working in the modeling industry, like I would do affirmations with my team. I would do, you know, the, the I, I would sit and listen to them and have an open, warm, inviting environment where they could come in and they could talk with me and they could share what was going on with them personally and professionally, because they were interconnected. That wasn't in my role as senior director of the fashion department. It wasn't. And yet I knew that that is, that is what the light wanted me to do. And that's what was going to make me be successful in that moment in my career. So no matter where you are within the process of change, be that change in that moment. No matter what career you're in, it might not be where you want to be exactly. the rest of your life, but since you are there, it's find the light in that moment. That's exactly you right. Know? And, and in that moment, you can get to the place where you can start to make these small little changes that might not be so small. Because, you know, the truth is that what the, you know, I said before that our job and our pact with the divine creator is to do the like, you know, 0.001%. Mm-hmm. And that is the soul searching that is getting outside of our comfort zone. That is taking the risk. That is actually not being lazy and being motivated to change. Um, but that is such a tiny little, little part of the bigger plan. Mm-hmm. So the divine does, you know, 150%. We just, I think, can't grasp, grasp what is really happening. And sometimes we say, oh, we have to do so much. We have to wake up early. I have to go to the gym. I have to do this. I have to do that. And we become victims of our own life when really we're only doing like, you know, the zero, zero point one, you know, the one little percent there. Um, And that's all we really have to do if we want to co-create with the divine. That's right. Because what's going on there is so much grander than I think our minds can really even conceive. So it's important to know that, that although you might not want to, do these things or you feel lazy or you don't want to go back to school or, or you don't want to be bothered at your job. Um, know that by putting your best effort forward, you are opening up the channels of the light and then you can receive. That's right. You know, and you are an example of that. I, I feel. Um, and that's why I want to bring you on today because I feel like so many people struggle with this. This is one thing change how do I change what do I change what do I want to be I don't know what I want to be you know you might have 20 different things you want to be right and it's hard you know but one thing I've learned is just if you have a bunch of different things that you feel like you want to do let's say for career wise and you're you're stuck just choose one because all paths lead to the 
right place. Mm-hmm. You know, there's right. just one path for you. Like you're on your sole purpose, you know, in this moment watching this video and we are on our sole purpose, you know, sitting here teaching, you know, um, we are always on our sole purpose when we're, you know, taking a leak or <laughs> we're, yeah. we're on our sole purpose. It's like, it's that simple. Um, but we don't think that we think we go off our sole purpose or we, you know, we don't go off it. But remember we talked about digging the ditch. Yes. Sometimes we just create a, you know, we, create a little space where we get stuck or instead of going this way, we kind of start to go this way and then maybe we get back, you know, it's like a river. We, we could create more space within the process of the creation of our change. And that's what we want to avoid because that is what we can do, right? That does happen. We can prolong it. You know, for someone who says, Oh, I want to be, you know, a performer, a singer or something, and that's where their heart is, but they never put an effort forward. That's really creating these diversions for it. And we all, you know, I mean, God bless us, but, you know, we live to be what? How how long do you have to really take advantage of these opportunities in your life before it is too late? Like, we have to be realistic. You know, I don't, you know, positive psychology and all this stuff is great, but we have to be careful of spiritual bypassing and Mm -hmm. fake positivity, you know, just smiling to smile and pretending that that's going to bring it because it will not bring it. We need that effort. We need that honest, full-out effort towards the thing that your heart desires in order for the, the light to activate. And knowing that it's not going to be easy. Yeah. I mean, my, 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 I'm on the other side of it now, right? So I can sit here very calmly and with, you know, in a, in a, in a joyful, bright manner and talk about mm-hmm. it. But like, if we go back to where I was three years ago, that was inc- incredibly difficult for me. So we got it. So this is where the re- being realistic comes in. Change is going to be realistic. And if you're looking to make a huge change, it, there's going to be some sacrifices. Absolutely. Wasn't that the Joker in that Batman movie that says he can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs? Mm. Right? It's the same thing. It's like, you know, there are going to be, there, there's, we live in a world of give and take, right? Cause and effect. Mm-hmm. So, like, there are going to be things that you have to let go of. Yeah. in order to pick up what is meant for you to carry. And, and, and that can be very painful, mm-hmm. letting go of things. So we, 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 can't, we can't minimize that. So, so accept it. Accept that this is going to be hard. There are going to be moments when this is hard. Yeah, you know, and, and without letting go, sometimes we can't receive. And I think Florence Scovel Shin says, which I love, is that there's no loss in the universe, right? right. Whatever there's you feel no like you lose or give up, you receive back either the equivalent or the greater that's right right so if you have to let go of a relationship or or a job or a home or whatever it might be um or you lose money or you're putting out too much money you know know that there's no loss in that that you're actually putting it into the circulation and it's going to come back to you that's right um and that definitely does happen so there's all these other spiritual laws that are they're in effect with change that we don't have time to talk about today but we want to do a meditation yeah so in this moment, we're going to go live um, as well on Facebook. And as we go live on Facebook, hello, Facebook, we're live. We're here with Thomas Dunleavy, a certified life coach and a clinical social worker. And we just talked about how Thomas went from this corporate job and journeyed into a soul-felt career, right, uh, and found his passion in social work and in life coaching and healing and helping people. And how he did that was his blind faith in the journey and in the process and the certainty that the light was always with him. 
Um, if you wish to see the beginning of this, you can go to www.bennymudra.com. The Sunday Supper is the podcast that we're on, and you can check out uh, the video later. All the videos are saved there. But I wanted to come live on Facebook today to do this meditation. Um, so, Thomas, I'm going to give the floor to you, okay. and you're going to lead us through a meditation. All right. And everyone's going to find a nice, comfortable seat. Um, and this meditation is really going to be about uh, connecting with the certainty of the light. Um, that's what I really would like to do today. So I'm going to take a seat back here because I want to meditate with him. I'm going to take my glasses off. Everyone uh, get comfortable. And yeah. the floor is Thomas's. So just get this. comfortable. And just come into this present moment just as it is. Perhaps you find a nice, comfortable position. You allow both your feet to be firm on the floor, sending the message to yourself in this moment that you're grounded, that you're connected, that you're stable. And if you feel comfortable allowing your eyes to close, feel free to do so, though it's certainly not necessary. And if you feel comfortable allowing your eyes to close, and just allow yourself to be. Just to be. There's nothing to do except just be here, just as you are. Allow yourself to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Allowing your exhale to be slightly longer than your inhale as you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. One more time. As you breathe in and out. As you continue to breathe at your own pace, allow yourself to experience this moment with the curiosity of a young child. curious about your breath and as you breathe in what happens where do you feel the breath coming in allow your awareness to come to that feel your belly open up as you breathe in and out and just allow yourself Simply be curious with the sweetness of a child. And if a thought comes into your mind, that's okay. It's to be expected. Simply allow it. Acknowledge the thoughts like you would acknowledge a little child with patience love and tenderness and bring your focus back to your breath. <sighs> 
As you breathe in, you breathe out. As you breathe in, and breathe out. Allow your mind to rest. Imagine it's like a river. Imagine your heart, your body, and your emotions all together like a river. Extend curiosity to how that river is for you. Is it racing? Is it rushing? Is it wild? Is it violent? If so, just acknowledge it. Be curious about it. Without judgment and without labels. Just allow it to be. Perhaps you allow that river to slow down a bit. See the waves resting. The current slowing down. stillness coming over the water until the water is just gently moving forward. As you continue to breathe and be in the flow, allow yourself to acknowledge that place inside of you that only knows peace, that only knows light, that only knows love and caring and warmth and kindness. That place exists inside you and is available to you at all times. As you are not separate from it, you are one with it now. From this place of light and love and kindness and understanding, We connect with our truth that all things are possible. Any so-called barrier that may be in front of us is part of the light and we can use that barrier for our highest good to understand it better and to understand the role that it plays in us living on our purpose achieving all that it is that we're meant to achieve. Oh yes, this barrier is part of that. From this place of faith and knowledge and oneness with the divine, we know that all things are possible. We see a brilliant present moment for ourselves, filled with the experiences that we need in this moment that will serve us for our highest good. Everything that is happening in our life right now is meant to serve us and is serving us. And as we acknowledge this truth, we allow the peace that comes from that truth to wash over our bodies. We breathe into this peace. As we know, we live fully in the faith that all does well. Everything is working out for our highest good. 
out of this moment. Only good will come. We are safe and all is well. So with a grateful and loving heart for the acknowledgement of this truth and for all the possibility and creation that is possible living within this truth. We give thanks and gratitude and allow contentment and fulfillment and peace and love to radiate in all of ourselves as we release these words into law, knowing that as we say it, it is done. And so it is. focus to become aware of the light that is coming in through your eyelids as you allow your eyes to flower open and your awareness of all that is good that's around you. Allow yourself to see this world and this moment in a new way. How is that going to be for you? Allow it to be. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. I feel like going to sleep right now. I don't want to <laughs> continue my night. Well, thank you so much. It's, it's my honor. such a pleasure to be here, and I absolutely look forward to having you again. Anytime. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, to all our viewers, we thank you for tuning in today for Facebook Live. We thank you guys for commenting. Um, you can comment the video, share, throw us some likes, throw us some love. Again, if you wish to subscribe, um, just scroll down on the website and you'll see uh, you could subscribe to the newsletter and you'll get all uh, event notifications as, as well as what the next week's podcast will look like. Usually that is posted Monday evening right here, so you'll be able to see who and what we're doing next week. So tune in again next time, always Sundays, 4 p.m. here in Los Angeles, 7 p.m. out on the East Coast. We wish you all a wonderful evening and many blessings. Thank you so much. Many blessings. Ciao. Bye. Bye.